Okay. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Speaking of Nothing. Uh, this is a weird one. I feel like I say that often. This one's especially weird because um, I didn't have any time really uh, to to set up and do a official, you know, legitimate podcast with equipment. Um, I was dealing with some bad allergies, so I was just kind of taking it easy. And I figured, you know what? I'm half asleep. Why don't I do a podcast on my phone while I lay in bed? So I don't know if this is a good idea. I don't. You might. Everyone might hate it. It's uh, the audio is pretty okay. Uh, again, for doing it on my phone in my bedroom while I laid in bed. Uh, Arnold barks a couple of times. So shout out Arnold. Uh, but I hope you enjoy. It's a it's a sleepy solo. <laughs> um. But still, you know, normal stuff, normal podcast. Um, of course, we got to thank Paradise Adult Boutique over at 130 West Osborne Road in Phoenix. Open seven days a week. Uh, make sure you follow them on Twitter at Paradise Adult AZ. Tons of great giveaways um, on there as well. Uh, but yeah, you know, the deal. Support the people that support the podcast. Nobody supports the podcast more than Paradise Adult Boutique. So treat yourself, treat your friends, your Whoever treat treat somebody uh, and take a trip down to Paradise Adult Boutique. Uh, so yes, thank you for sponsoring the podcast. Thank you guys for listening again. You know I'm trying to give you <laughs> as much content and a weekly podcast, no matter what the circumstance. So it won't be often, but every once in a while you might get a sl- sleepy solo episode from Rob uh, in his bed. Uh, I am on my way to go see Pine Grove at Crescent Ballroom right now, just doing this uh, intro before I send out the podcast. Um, so full recap of their show, I'm sure, uh, on next week's episode. Uh, I also do talk about Mac Miller's new album, Circles, on this episode, and I believe I mentioned that I was going to play a song from Circles at the end of this episode, uh, but I also talk about his older stuff from like 2010, 2011, um, and kind of comparing the two. So I thought I would actually post a song from uh, one of the mixtapes that I talk about on the episode. Uh, it's called Kids. So it's a song from 2011. I think you guys will dig it. I'm a big fan. Uh, but anyway, just wanted to make that quick little note. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe, five star, write a review. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Okay. Goodbye. All right. Let's hope this works. I am currently in bed. Um, about to go to a Super Bowl party. Arnold is two feet away from me, just staring at me like a psycho. Oh, now he's up. Oh, he's getting closer. Uh, hope he'll probably bark during this. Hopefully that's okay. Um, it's like three in the afternoon. I... Like I said, I'm getting ready to go to a Super Bowl party. I don't care about the Super Bowl. Um, There's people that I care about that care about the Super Bowl. So that's a thing, I guess. 
I don't know. I, I, I've never, I never understood. Um, I like sports. I get excited about sports, but I think the best part about this year's Super Bowl will be the same best part as every other championship sports game. Uh, the last three minutes. <laughs> That's the best time to watch the game, to watch any game. Uh, the rest is... I don't even care about the commercials anymore. It used to be exciting because the internet didn't ruin Super Bowl commercials. But now the internet has ruined Super Bowl commercials. So it's there's not even any excitement um, about that. But anyway, I guess if I had to pick, I hope Kansas City wins. I think I heard something like it's been 50 years since... They've won a championship, which is insane. I didn't even realize that there was 50 years of football. I guess that maybe that's a stupid statement, but there's been 50 Super Bowls. That's kind of crazy. I guess I don't know when football started <laughs> or the NFL started. Football probably started a long time ago. Anyway, I shouldn't do a sports podcast, clearly. Uh, but yeah, I just... This is the best I could do. I've got, I don't even know where any of my equipment is. I think it's in my backpack. I'm doing this on my phone. <laughs> if the audio, hopefully the audio is okay. Um, I just, I don't have the motivation to do anything today. Um, I'm excited though, because. I do have a three-day weekend. I took tomorrow off because I'm going to go see Pine Grove at Crescent Ballroom. Sold-out show, which is exciting. Um, I've never seen them before. I just started listening to them maybe a year ago. I don't know. If you don't listen to Pine Grove, I definitely recommend checking them out. Um, they're pretty great. And, uh, yes, I'm excited to go see them. Uh, but, yeah, it's nice, a little three-day weekend. Uh, probably won't get too crazy at the Super Bowl party. Um, you know, probably eat too much food. That's about it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just haven't done a solo podcast in forever. And today is going to be, I mean, I guess if I would have gotten up earlier, been a little bit more productive this morning, I probably could have got a podcast done that wasn't on my phone while I lay in bed. Um, but that's beside the point. Um, but I just wanted to do a solo episode. It's been so long. Um, it's, it's, I don't, I should have checked. I don't even have my computer in front of me. Um, I should have checked, but it's been at least, I don't know, four episodes, five, so a month. I'm, I, there's a chance I haven't done a solo in a month. I'm pretty sure. Because we have the Zia and then the Joe. I don't It's been a while. So I wanted to do a solo one because I like doing them. Uh, I see the numbers. You guys like listening to them, which is cool. So, yes, I figured I'll just pull my phone out 
and uh, I'm pretty sure my phone's at 19% right now, so I don't know how long this episode's going to be. Hopefully, I don't know where my charge... I told you I'm a mess. I don't know where anything is. I don't know where my phone charger is. I have two phone chargers. I don't know where either of them are, but we're going to lay here and hope that this dog that's laying next to me doesn't bark. And uh, I think he's asleep now, which is good. Um, right next to me, though. Always has to be touching me. So, um, But, yeah, I wanted to do a solo. I figured that this is the best I could do. Hopefully this works. I don't know. Um, we're, or we got five minutes here. I don't know. If I do a 20-minute solo, does that count for a podcast? I got stuff I want to talk about. I feel like we did the Zia shows. I had Joe on. What else was there? Maybe this is only maybe it's only been three weeks since a solo. I don't know. But um there's a lot of stuff I want to talk about. And it's hard to talk about when we're doing other things because other stuff just gets brought up and I always have like a list of things that I just want to talk about. I've gotten to the point now where I'm tr- I just put stuff aside where I just think it would be easier. There's you know, Dom doesn't want to talk about the new Mac Miller album. <laughs> And I would like to talk about it. Um, it came out. This is this is how long it's been since I've done a solo. Unless I forgot to talk about it, but I don't think I did. I don't know. But they released a new Mac Miller album, and I I loved it. I love it. I'm still listening to it, you know, front to back all the time. Uh, it came out, I believe it came out January 17th. So, you know, it's been a little bit of time, but it's such a great album. It's so crazy. Um, apparently this was like, so he did swimming and then this, this new album that they released, obviously after he passed away, it's called circles. And I read some other stuff where apparently he had like a trilogy. Does that mean that means three, right? (laughs) He had like a plan to do swimming, then circles, and then one more album, and they were all sort of supposed to be connected. I think the third one was supposed to be more of like just a straight rap album. But um, I don't think, I don't know. There's been a couple of different interviews that I've read where, you know, I I read one thing where they were talking about how they were surprised that Circles even came out, that if Mac Miller never died, we probably would have never even heard Circles, because apparently apparently he's got albums. The dude, all he did was just write and record music. Um, From the little bit that I've read, I mean, I think they could probably put out a Mac Miller album for the next 10 years if they wanted to. He's just got so much music. But apparently they were saying that we might not have ever even gotten Circles because he was about to go on tour, and I guess usually when he goes on tour, he just writes a whole other album while he's on tour. That was basically his routine. He would perform whatever album had just come out and then be just writing new music all the time, and he probably would have forgotten about Circles. But obviously, that didn't that didn't work out, and uh, he never even got to go on tour. But um, yeah, they released Circles, and it's so good. 
Um, there's, I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head, but basically this like, you know, world renowned producer was basically working with Mac Miller, uh, and kind of going through all the songs that ended up on circles. And, um, he basically took the album and, uh, finished it. And I think he did a really great job. I think it's a great album. I think it probably would have been a little different if Mac was still alive. I think obviously he would have tweaked some things, um, you know, so we necessarily don't get a hundred percent Mac Miller album, but I think we got pretty damn close and it's so good. I'll put another song uh, from the album at the end of this episode because, um, you know, maybe you're not a fan of his or maybe you just haven't listened to his music yet. Um, I've got, I've got a few friends. I've heard so many people say that they haven't, they didn't, they, they, they had, they hadn't started listening to him until after he died, which is such a bummer. Um, I was really lucky. I just happened to stumble upon a Mac Miller song, um, in 2011, 2012, something like that. And this was back when like <laughs> blogs were really popular. Everybody had a blog and uh, somebody posted a music video from one of his mixtapes. And uh, hold on. Trying to drink water while laying down while holding my phone. And my dog is just right in my face. It's not easy, but I did it. Um, yeah, so I, I was super lucky. I was able to, I found some Mac Miller music, you know, when he was just starting to pop, like he was, he was touring the country when I found him, but, you know, playing like maybe 400 seat venues, 500 seat venues. He was like right on the cusp of like exploding. Um, kids had come out. Kids is a really great mixtape. If you haven't listened to that. <clears throat> kids had come out before I found them and it was right maybe a few months before best day ever came out, which is another mixtape that I recommend checking out. The only thing that's tough about, I think if you just discovered him going back and listening to those, because they're so different. I mean, I enjoy them, but I think it's a nostalgia thing. I, I don't know. I, I, I urge you to go back and listen to the old stuff. But it's so wildly different than swimming or circles that, you know, <clears throat> he was like this 18, 19 year old kid rapping. And, uh, you know, he's rapping about what 18 and 19 year old kids would rap about. So it's very, very different. But anyway, I was so glad that uh, they were able to put that together and release it. Sorry, I clearly need more water. Um, and yeah, if you haven't checked that out, I recommend that as well. But such a bummer to lose that dude so young, you know, 26 years old. But, uh, you know, I think he's got some really smart, uh, talented people taking care of his music. So hopefully if we're lucky, we'll get, uh, we'll get some more stuff from him. Um you know, down the road or, you know, maybe not, maybe we don't need 
unless it's like completely finished, I don't know how much music he has that's completely done. But like circles, that music wasn't completely done. There was there was a lot of thing a lot of things added to that album. You know, maybe not a lot of things to one song, but you know, oh boy, it's okay. Okay. Um. Yeah. So I don't know. Go check that out. Uh, what else did I want to talk about? I don't know if I could switch back and forth without losing this audio, but we're about to find out. Uh, oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, Kobe Bryant. What, what a sad story that is. I think, uh... I think obviously there's been a ton of coverage already. I think everyone's seen everything. I don't need to go into great detail. I th- everyone knows what's going on and what happened. Um, you know, nine people. It is a shame. You know, I f- you see all of these different like sports teams and just the NBA in general and late night shows and whoever it is that's talking about it. <laughs> You see them, they want to give the acknowledgement to everyone. They they try. And, you know, some are better than others. You know, uh, Jimmy Kimmel knew everyone's name, for instance, when he spoke about it, which, by the way, he, I think he did the best tribute, at least in, out of late night. He basically just cut together a 45-minute show of just his favorite interviews he did with Kobe. And they're pretty, they're pretty incredible. Um, I never really watched Kobe Bryant on late night or I've never really watched him do a lot of interviews. I was never a really a big basketball fan. Um, I grew up when I was really young, I was growing up in New York. So I loved the Knicks and, uh, you know, I had some, I obviously had some favorite players on the Knicks growing up, but I was more of a hockey guy. Uh, I just, but I, I did love, you know, certain athletes and kind of every sport and Kobe was that was I, I I owned one basketball jersey my I've I've owned one jersey my entire life and it was a Kobe Bryant jersey I absolutely loved I just loved watching him play and I think one of the things most people loved about him more than anything was just I mean not only was he just a phenomenal athlete to watch but the dude just had this drive that was like unmatched nobody nobody comes close there's a few but no one really comes close to just how intense and how hard that dude worked it's pretty incredible but um yeah it but like i was saying it's it's unfortunate that you know nine people died and it does sort of just come down to mostly you know and it's it's no one's fault i guess or Whatever. Oh, boy. Here we go. (laughs) You know, it's no one's fault or anything. But obviously, if you're just, you know, I think one of the other guys in the helicopter was like a... Oh, my God. Arnold. (laughs) I think, uh, you know, one of the other guys was... He was a father as well. He was like a baseball coach or a college baseball coach or something. But, you know, it's tough to die in the same crash 
as someone like Kobe Bryant. So <laughs> I'm all over the place. My point is Kimmel did a great job because he knew everyone's name. When he talked about the story, he recited all nine victims, first and last names. You know, I watched Conan talk about it. I watched Stephen Colbert talk about it. And Fallon had a, a great story about him and Kobe uh, hanging out when Kobe was like 17 years old or something, 18 years old. Of course, the story has to do with them going on a beer run. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard all any of the stories. Apparently, Jimmy Fallon really likes to... Uh, he likes his booze. We'll just say that. It's, uh, it's, it's been on record a few times. So, of course, he does this. He did, he did a great tribute to Kobe, but, of course, it has to do with booze. Anyway, Kimmel was the best um, just because it was, it was fun to just watch these interviews and see how funny he was and how much he loved, you know, his daughters and his family. And, obviously, it's just so sad that... His daughter was in the helicopter with him and this these other families, you know, uh, a husband lost his wife and I believe a daughter. It's just so crazy. And then, of course, Kobe's wife, I think I believe her name is Vanessa. To lose your husband and your teenage daughter in one in one quick moment like that. I mean, I don't know how you ever come back from that. I have no idea how you come back from that. I think it takes a very long time. Uh, Stephen Colbert's speech was very interesting because he also lost, I believe, his father and two of his brothers in a plane crash, also because of fog, which is like... I mean, if there's anybody that should be talking or, and relating to the situation with Kobe, it should be him. Um, and he kind of took the route of talking about um, how they need to add these other safety precautions to helicopters, how there's a black box in airplanes and how there isn't in helicopters. You know, the black box is so that they could get audio and kind of hear what happened in those final moments, which is brutal, but... If you have the black box, you'd be able to hear the pilot. You'd kind of get a better idea of what exactly happened and how you could fix stuff like that. So, of course, it's a shame. Um, Kobe was 41 years old. I think he was going to do a lot of great stuff. I mean, I know he was going to do a lot of great stuff. And then his daughter. I mean, she was going to... She probably would have joined the WNBA when she's 18 years old, you know, five years from now. And she would have been a giant star. She probably would have changed the WNBA forever. Kobe would have helped. Who knows? Maybe become a coach. I don't know. It's pretty crazy. But, uh... Yeah, so wild. Such a shame. Uh, it's crazy to see, you know, the effect on everybody. You know, he, he's one of those people that you just don't expect to die, you know, especially that way or that young or whatever. But then you just see how much of an effect he has. 
you know, it's, it's, it's literally the entire world knew who Kobe Bryant was. The entire world. So, I don't know. We don't need to get into too much Kobe Bryant, but it's a shame um, for his family and for his daughter. And, you know, 41 years, that's it's, it's very young, but, you know, the guy still had an incredible life. For only being around for 41 years, he did a lot, which is pretty incredible. Um, <clears throat> not to just be negative more here, but everybody's freaking out, too, about this coronavirus. Um, apparently, coronavirus is just like a basic term for what is like a, you know, n- world virus or I don't know. But everyone's freaking out, and I have no—I don't get it. <laughs> They're like declaring it's—I get—I get it that it's like a—that's a new virus, and that's like scary, and like it's—you could get it without even touching. Like there's no like. <coughs> sorry. Like usually, you, if you get it, if you get a virus like that, you have to come into contact. But apparently, this one. It'll. You, you could just get it through a cough. It could go through your into your eyes and infect you. So I get it. I'm not saying we shouldn't like take the proper precautions, but it's only killing people who you know. It's it's not killing healthy thirty somethings. <coughs> Jesus, I'm sorry. You know. It's it's getting people with other illnesses already and old people whose immune systems aren't strong or very young people whose immune systems aren't that strong. It's a shame. I think a couple of 300 people have died from it now or something. But I'm seeing stories in the news where it's like world's, you know, national security, we're shutting down air travel, all this crazy shit, and it's like, did like 60,000 people die from the flu last year? 60,000 last year, just from the flu. And we have a flu shot. So I don't know. I don't get it. Everyone's freaking out. There's a million things that are killing everybody all the time. So if you're stressing about, of course, there was one case of an ASU student who apparently is just, like, being quarantined at the moment. I'd be a little freaked out, I guess, if I was an ASU student. I'd want to know if, like, I, you know, was sharing a pencil with the kid. Apparently they don't give out the information. But, yeah, of course, Tempe comes up in the news. Found another case of the coronavirus in the U.S. Tempe, Arizona. But, uh... Nah, I'm not worried about it. I, I'm worried about taking my al- remembering to take my allergy pill because I don't know if I sound ridiculous right now. But all I'm worried about is allergies because <laughs> they're killing me. That's why I'm laying in bed. I can't. Sometimes I honestly can't breathe from allergies. That's how insane it is. But anyway, if you're freaking out about the coronavirus, just stop because everything's fine. You're going to be OK. I promise. Um, a quick little shout out 
to my buddy Morgan, um, and I've been meaning to talk about the show Shameless. I don't know if anybody watches Shameless, but season 10 or 11 just ended, and they just said that next season's going to be the last season. <clears throat> and I've been watching Shameless since it started, uh, the, the American version at least. Oh, God, he's going to freak out again. There we go. He's freaking out because my neighbors are walking their dogs and he could hear them. It'll be over soon, I promise. Oh, boy. Arnold, chill. Come here. My upstairs neighbor's dogs are very sweet, but they're both rescues. They came from very abusive homes, so they're very timid and 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 anxious, and I hear them crying all the time. It's very sad. Uh, my neighbors are pretty great, though. They're, they're doing a great job. It's gotten a lot better, so anyway. So Shameless is coming to an end. I was watching this season. I wasn't super th thrilled about it, I'll be honest. It wasn't a great season. <coughs> and I won't spoil anything. But I wanted to give a quick shout out to my buddy Morgan because I was watching the, the season finale. And it's a wedding episode. And they're playing music because everyone's celebrating and dancing at the wedding. And all of a sudden, Morgan's song is on. So it's always fun, you know, when you're just casually watching one of your favorite TV shows from the past eight years, nine years, and your buddy's song is playing. So that was cool. Uh, if you do watch Shameless and you missed it, just go back. Uh, it's playing towards the end of Ian's wedding, but I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and then, of course, I got to give a quick <coughs> thank you. And we're going to wrap this up because I can't stop coughing. And we're almost at 30 minutes. And Arnold's is fed up. And it's 4 o'clock. And I was supposed to be at this Super Bowl party at 2.30. And I'm not ready. So we're going to wrap this up. But uh, I have to thank uh, Buck and Ryder in Phoenix, Scottsdale. It's like Camelback and 44th Street. But, <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. If you're a fan of brunch, you should check out Buck and Ryder's Brunch. Um, like I said, it's at uh, 44th Street and Camelback. They just started last Sunday and were nice enough to invite me out to sample and kind of, you know, promote their new uh, jazz brunch. So it's incredible food. It's basically like a seafood restaurant. They fly in fresh seafood every day, which is insane. But they just started last Sunday doing Sunday brunch with live jazz music and I went last Sunday and oh my gosh Arnold I'm gonna murder you so many dogs I can't handle it anyway let's just get this out and be done 
um, they invited me down to sample uh, and uh, and uh, hang out for their first Sunday brunch. And it was incredible. It was delicious. We had so much fun. They really, really, I mean, they took care of everything, which was so, so nice. You know, basically th- threw a couple of pictures on Instagram and they were like, that, that'll do it. Here's free brunch. So we got to try a ton of stuff and it was just incredible. So if you're looking for a new spot to get some brunch, I highly recommend Buck and Rider. Uh, or just even if you're looking for like a good seafood dinner on like a Saturday night, definitely recommend it. Uh, big, big fans. And like I said, thank you for them to having me out for having me out. I had a ton of fun and the food was delicious. And again, uh, make sure you guys go check out Buck and Ryder because they are friends of the podcast and we support our friends. Um, all right. I feel like this was kind of a sad episode cause I'm just like bumming in bed right now and talking about world diseases and Kobe Bryant. But either way, we did it. Um, thank you to my co-host Arnold for barking uh, multiple times during the episode. And uh, thank you guys for listening. I really do appreciate it. Um, thank you for checking out the bonus episodes. That's going to be a new thing that we're going to hopefully continue to do. Um, tons of new listeners, which is really cool. Keep telling your friends, tell people to listen, you know, share it on social media. If you can leave a review, I haven't bugged you in forever about reviews. Leave a review, leave five stars, comment, whatever, but we're, you're slacking on that. There's a lot of you listening and almost no reviews, not enough. There's some, we need more. So keep doing that. Keep telling your friends to listen. Keep living your life. I'm going to go eat a bunch of, I don't know, chicken wings and watch grown men play football. And uh, if you're out at a, I'll try, I don't know if this is going to go up in time, but if you're uh, going to Pine Grove tomorrow at Crescent and you see me, come say what's up because your boy is going alone. (laughs) Did I mention that earlier? I do. I don't know if I mentioned that, but I was. It, it's one of those shows that like it's it's sold out. I knew it was going to sell out. I don't necessarily know anybody that listens to them that I could be like, "Hey, buy a ticket, let's go." And I didn't want to wait too long before it sold out, so I just said, "Fuck it, I'm going to buy a ticket." Uh, hopefully, I'll see somebody there that I know. Otherwise, solo Rob hang at the Pine Grove show. Uh, so yeah, you can catch me tomorrow at Crescent Ballroom, getting real emotional to Pine Grove all by myself. Uh, please say what's up. And uh, again, thank you for listening. And uh, I hope this doesn't sound like complete garbage. It looks like it's okay, but again, uh, you know, thirty-minute podcasts on my phone in my bedroom, dog barking. Hello. <laughs> if you made it this far, you're the. I appreciate you. All right, goodbye. In the Nikes on my feet, keep my sight complete. Like, 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 like,
lace them up, lace them up, lace them Blue suede shoes stay crispy like bacon Nikes on my feet make my cipher complete uh, I stay shining like the lights on the street in the night Revis take me shopping when I'm up in New York Hit the shoe store, gon' cop a few more You at the mall getting dinner at the food court I'm in LA eating 22 course Young boss, bitch, paper in my pockets I got a closet filled with shoe boxes Mom said my spending habit little bit obnoxious But a pilot stay fresh up in his cockpit Used to rock hand-me-downs Now buy some clothes, wear them out Hit the club, bitches pull their cameras out Living in a dream, they beginning to believe My hotel smell like cigarettes and weed Shit, with what I'm spitting, they should give me a degree Good liquor, what I'm sipping isn't cheap Finna blow, don't snooze, don't sleep All I really need is some shoes on my feet And the Nikes on my feet keep my cypher complete Nike, 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 Nike And the Nikes on my feet keep my cypher complete Nike, 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 Nike Feet from the ground, it's just like he's on my feet, keep my safe, complete like, 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 like